Hello everybody, this is the Hattrick Copywriter coming to you live from London on my third podcast and today I'm going to talk about what are my goals in this copywriting that I have taken up and um, it's, you know, I think I said before that there are three sort of ways of understanding this word copywriting and the most familiar is the legal context and Quite honestly, it, it, it's understandable why it's not clear. But we know that when something is copyrighted, that in a legal sense, it means that you really cannot reproduce it without the owner's permission. But if we were to just keep it simple, we would say, well, you just can't copy. You know, so in the most simplest sense, we can understand you can't copy somebody's work without their permission. It also has a business um, meaning that's, you know, related but very different. We have professional copywriters that write content on behalf of others. You know, you've heard the expression of ghostwriters. You hear people need text for their uh, websites and all sorts you know, we're reading more and more and we, we've, we, on the online has not reduced our thirst for information and, and that stuff has to be written, whether it's an article, whether it's blogs. So copywriting is a trade that's in much demand. So you could say, OK, copywriting is the legal idea. Don't copy uh, something that belongs to the owner without their permission. Um, there's the writing content copywriter on behalf of other people. So they are in the shoes of that person. And that's why we call them ghostwriters. But the other copywriter, um, also a business copywriter, but um, in a much different position. And you could say that copywriter focuses on strategy the research, very much a part of the marketing team that really thinks about what the uh, business wants to say or the brand, the direction of the company. And the copywriter does the research before we write anything. Honestly, I would say my work is probably 80% research and thinking through and really getting into the heart's and bones of the company and 20% of the writing. And it's about strategic writing. You, you know, we see some adverts, uh, billboards are very, very clever expressions of copywriting and there's a lot of art to making something simplistic. Um, but there's also a lot of art in long documents, um, lots of different copywriting for funnels, now online businesses. And that's where I locate myself um, because I'm very much interested in really thinking about where that business is in the marketplace. So, for example, I had a company last year that wanted to do a promotion on um, cleaning um bridesmaids, wedding dresses, and so on. But it, it was the pandemic, and it coincided with a time where um, the research showed that nobody was investing much on 
uh, special gowns for weddings because, you know, it, so few people could come to the wedding. It was like, well, you know, the brides were buying dresses off the peg, keeping it very simple. And so, so it wasn't going to be a successful promotion. And those, that kind of work is really important. There's sometimes to sort of advise that oh, the owner can do what he wants or go ahead. But it's really important that people in my position are there to say, you could be wasting a huge amount of money and time if you invest in this project. It's the wrong time. It might be a great idea, but the timing, you know, is everything as well. So these give you an idea about what copywriting is. Um, and then I want to position myself. I tell you my goal is actually to be the most well-known black copywriter, the the African perspective copywriter. It's not that I don't can't do work for uh, other businesses, but I really want to build myself up as a reputation with helping black entrepreneurs that, you know, build up our communities and build confidence in the value of what we are and what we have from a black perspective. Because, you know, like our food, uh, you know, it translates internationally. But I think all our businesses, all our skills translate internationally. And sometimes I think we try a little bit too hard to dumb down that that's the most valuable to us. So my business, my interest is to really, you know, expand our voices in whatever it is that we're doing and show its real value in the marketplace um, and, and be willing to, you know, build our community and build our confidence with our entrepreneurship and to, to accept that actually that is what will sell us internationally. That is what will grow us. Because after all, any relationship that you have with a customer is about authenticity. You know, customers buy authenticity. And, and, and that's what we, you know, quite honestly, we've had, as a, as a black African people, we've had so much... Um, oppression, it becomes very difficult to hold on to the most valuable things about ourselves. But that is what we have to do. And, and that's um, my interest. That's my main focus in building my business as the Hattrick copywriter. And I could just give you an example of um, even when we have, let's say food, you know, this I love food. We all love food. Well, most of us love food. And I'm definitely one of those that eats too much and spends my life battling with not um, eating so many sweet things. But that's beside the point. Um, you know, you could say that, uh, well, what does it take, you know, to be a good copywriter? You know, it's not enough just to say, yeah, OK, Marlene, so you're black. You want to talk black. That, you know, yeah. Um, that doesn't mean I'm any good at it. But the point is that, um, you know, I was thinking of the, the, the chefs, you know, the chefs, professional chefs, they love 
to cook, right? They love to taste. I love watching the cookery programs. I watch them all the time. And they love to, they love food. They love, you know, and of course, you know, the, the, the great contribution to the West, to Britain especially, is all these different culinary um, dishes that um, have added so much to the British tendency historically to boil to death, you know, fresh vegetables, for example. And yet we had not many years ago that Marco Pierre. Do you remember him when he dared to, in an advert to use a, a stock um, from Nor? I think of a, a chicken stock from Nor, and and dared to say in an advert that by adding this that you had Jamaican chicken, rice and peas, and quite rightly there was an outcry. How dare he! And, and, and the shocking thing is that here is a man who, who's, who loves food and yet still didn't know what rice and peas, chicken rice and peas from a Jamaican um, standpoint, tasted like. And, and that is somebody who's an expert in his desire uh, for tastes and development of food. So my point is that even the so-called experts, uh, you know, don't know how to think in a particular way. Um, and I think that when that gets translated uh, on the page, that is also important. You know, I would say you it's not just about grammar or, you know, uh, spelling. And I know that that's a real fear for many of us. But those things are relatively easy to overcome. What's more important is the mind, the how we think, what the, pro the approach is, where we want to take those flavours. How do we talk about thyme and black pepper? And what, what, what is it that would be distinctive that, that we sell the flavour of rice and peas um, in our, our food and that, that's where I, I, I position myself and I'm not just talking about food I'm talking about the heart of our cultural values deserve to have much greater enhancement on the page uh, the rhythm through the rhythm of our voices the, the, the love of seeing the world in a particular way. And, and that is what I think is the added ingredient that I want to bring and enhance in my role as the copywriter. So I'm going to leave it there for today and I'm going to continue um, my next podcast. Um, I will do in a couple of days time. And so tune in. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm told that you have to do podcasts regularly for the first 12 months before anybody listens to you. So can you imagine I'm having these conversations knowing that I'm in a pretense that somebody is there listening to me and at the same time knowing that, no, I've just got to talk to myself for 12 months before, uh, you know, I might get some traction. But it's still... It, there's actually something really empowering in doing it, nevertheless. 
I mean, the, the equipment's driving me mad and the getting used to all of how, how to put it all together and to talk confidently and all of that. But there's a greater good. There's a greater reason at the end of it. So, you know, I hope you'll join me again. For, for anybody out there who heard this, even by accident, thank you very much if you got to the end. And um, I'm going to see you on Thursday. I'm going to speak to you again on Thursday. And I'm going to talk a bit more about um, copywriting and black businesses. Okay, take care, everybody. It's lovely. It's sunny now. Bye.